Welcome to another week of FIFA Dads. I am your host and starting right mid, Liam the Skiller McGowan. We have tonight, starting at striker, 5 feet 4 inches, 119 pounds, is Matteo, finesse shot only, Rocco. We have starting at Cam, 5 feet 6 inches, 99 pounds, is Allen, I swear I pressed X proper. Next, we have our starting left wing, at 5 feet 10 inches, 125 pounds, Abdul, no one sees me open, Saleh. And finally, our trustworthy starting center mid, at 6 feet 2 inches, 154 pounds, John Gearson only, Brito. John, please tell me, what do we have in store for tonight? Welcome back, everyone. Let's get straight into the prem with Alan. All right, so this week, with a very heavy heart, my team, Man United, choked and actually blew it against the bottom team, Sheffield United. With a record of 2-2-16 and and a negative 21 goal differential, we lost to them 2-1. Man City now has a one-point lead on us and a game in hand. And then rounding out the top four is Leicester City, who also played pretty well today. And West Ham United, who's really surprising. They've had a really good season. That Thomas Suchek guy for the for their CDM is disgustingly good at scoring goals. I don't know how he does it, but he scores all the time. He's holding them down. Uh, and then, yeah, um, Liverpool and rounding out the top ten, it's Liverpool in fifth, Tottenham in sixth, and... Everton 7th, Chelsea in 8th, who drew again today, no mill to a really weak Wolverhampton side. Uh, Arsenal in ninth, who finally found their way out of the basement. And Aston Villa in 10th, who's having a relatively good season considering last year they were 17th in the table. I mean, there's no... The only real shocks that I see right now are Liverpool in 5th, who are kind of in a free fall. They also lost the FA Cup this weekend to Man United 3-2. In the fourth round. And Chelsea being in eighth. Just because Chelsea started really strongly this year. Last year they finished top four. And they spent 200 million pounds. Bringing in this new super team of sorts. And most of them really haven't lived up to expectations. The most expensive player out of all of them. Uh, Kai Havertz. has played really poorly all year. But besides that. I mean y'all see any other real surprises. And West Ham being fourth. I was about to say West Ham. <laughs> yeah, West Ham's having a crazy season. But the one the one statistic that I look at and I wonder if how long they're going to be there is that Man City's goal differential is plus 23, Man United's is plus 10, Leicester's plus 14, Liverpool's plus 15, and Tottenham's plus 16. West Ham's only plus 6. No, so they've been pulling out a lot of really close games. It's just so it's I like wonder Leeds if it's were in the beginning of the year. It's just a lot of high scoring, yeah, and, but a lot of allowing in goals as well. Yeah, and I also just I wonder if um if they're if they're a little lucky right now with like a couple of last second goals and stuff like that, if maybe they'll like more like balance out top ten. But they're definitely better than they were two years ago and they're way better than last year too. I think they're really good, actually. I like the signing of Benarama, the the left winger. Yeah. I think um Bowen's been good. Mikhail Antonio whenever he's held really good. Yep. Suchek is I I don't he scores more than their attackers do so I don't really know what's going on he had a brace this week again um yeah I mean they're just they're just a really solid team and they're I I was reading something about it they're talking about buying um Huang Hui Chan from uh, RB Leipzig they're nice. bringing they're talking about bringing him on loan for the rest of the year nice so it could be interesting yeah I mean besides that I mean Everton's good this year. 
And y'all think of anything that I'm missing? I mean, Everton, what, they have two game technically two games in hand, so they could... Be so, they yeah, they played 18 games, yeah. uh, and they're sitting at 33 points. Yeah. Who do they play in their next two games, though? It's always a good question. Newcastle and Leeds. And then... Maybe, I mean, they could win both those games. They play Newcastle, Leeds, Man U. Yeah, Newcastle had a really good start to the season, but they've fallen off a cliff the last couple of months. Oh, and I'm sorry, I, I did miss one. Burnley's been playing really, really well. Burnley's gotten a couple of really important results. Yeah, they just know. beat Aston Villa 3-2. They hammered Fulham in the FA Cup 3-0. They beat Liverpool 1-0 and knocked them off their 68-game winning streak, which was huge. Yeah. And they climbed all the way up to 15th, where at one point they were 19th. No, oh, yeah, they've done solid. Fulham's still in that red, though, Alan. Yeah, I know. I, it's looking worse and worse for him. I'm not gonna lie. Yeah, because <laughs> Burnley all of a sudden, Burnley all of a sudden found really good form. Um, yo, Fulham has not played bad in their last nine games. They only have two losses. They just don't win. <laughs> they they drew. Ever since they lost two, uh, they beat Leicester two one, then lost to Man City two 0 then drew Liverpool one one, then drew Brighton Hove zero zero, drew Newcastle zero zero, drew Southampton zero zero. They beat QPR two 0 in the FA Cup. They drew Tottenham one one. Like, you games. see what I'm talking about? Like, they have played really well to a point for a team that that's that's that low. Yeah, they just, just they're not win, they're not getting enough results when they need to score goals. Yeah. They need a goal scorer. That's that's what they need, really. But I mean, we'll see how they do this week, yeah. and hopefully they can pull out a result and whatnot. But it oh, would be I, nice. No, I mean some good surprises there, I guess, with West Ham and Liverpool. Yeah, I mean, down there as it's well. an, it, it's the best season of the Prem in like ten years. Yeah. As far as like, you don't know who's gonna win. Yeah. True. But uh, it's looking more and more like City might just run away. Yeah, agreed. It's it's gonna it's gonna get there at some point probably. It sucks. Uh, I don't want City to win honestly. I want like, Unless maybe you can pull team. out something crazy. <laughs> I think Liverpool is in a free fall. I don't I don't think they're gonna win this year. Oh, they definitely aren't. Which just like Man City and Man United and maybe Leicester just because they've they have really good results. Yeah, they've been playing very good soccer. I wouldn't mind Leicester winning the league, actually. I I mean, they're not going to, I don't think. They're not going they're to. Good. No, I mean, you know, last year, at this point last year, they were in the running again. And if you remember, until the very last week, they were in the top oh, four. Yeah. Yeah, and then they got, they got knocked into the Europa League groupings. But, I mean, they're a good team. I do think they're a step below, but they play really hard. Alright, I'm pretty much done with the time. Anybody have anything else to say about it, or can we move on next week? Next week is going to be Legum. Liddy. Charles. Neymar. The King. Mbappe. The King. Not the King. <laughs> <laughs> um, PSG are back on top. Uh... Yes, they are. Leon, where's where's Leon in? Third. Uh, yeah, I think they. 
They messed up. They lost to Mets. I think they also tied Rens. But um, I still have Leo as the potential dark horse for. They, they slapped Saint-Étienne last this past weekend. <laughs> yeah, they're such a good team. So I fully expect them to be pushing um, PSG the whole way. Yeah. Leo are actually doing really well, but I don't think they'll keep it up. I don't know. They're very good defensively. I really like Leon, man. I think especially if you don't lose um, to Pi this winter. Mm. Yeah. I think they're, they're no, I, I think they'll keep them. They'll, they'll keep all their players until the summer. They play really well together. Yeah. But no big clubs are really buying players right now anyway, it looks like. It's all loan deals right now, pretty much. It's all loan deals, yep. I'm really excited to see PSG develop under Poch, though. Yeah. It could be something really scary, man. If I were Barcelona right now, the way Barca's so. playing... I'd be shook. Maybe. Oh wait, uh, how, how how are you feeling about Tuchel going to Chelsea since he left history? It's a good signing, but I feel like it's. I think be a bust. It's weird. It's like why? I think it'll, it'll be a bust. I, I agree. You had you had a few. I other think he's gone at the end of this year. I feel like have more, like better. I guess better experience, higher winning percentages, and not winning percentages, but higher winning percents and. More trophies or more significant trophies and stuff, I guess. With like, what's his name? Uh, Al, um, Allegri. He's just sitting on the bench, just relaxing right now. I don't know. I feel like some of the Barca coaches have been pretty good. I feel like they could have had a few different it, options, but I guess they just wanted Tuchel badly. I guess. Yeah, I was just going to say, he wasn't their first choice. He was their third choice. Who was their first two? I, I, I just read it. I'm going to go look it up right now. He was their third choice. Well, clearly they just didn't want to... Nobody wanted to work with Chelsea this year. <laughs> they knew how bad it was. Or maybe, yeah. Or maybe I mean, it was weird. The way I, I, we were talking about this a couple um, a couple days ago. I, I, I messaged Abdul and you guys, and I said um, that the reason that he got fired wasn't because of Abramovich. They, uh, Lampard butted heads with the sporting director. I forget, I don't know how to pronounce her name, and she was upset about the way that he was treating Keppa and the lineups that he was choosing. Like he wanted Rudiger to go really badly. He didn't like Rudiger, right? And they refused to let him go because they said he was a really important acquisition. He wanted to sign Tarkowski and Declan Rice too, and they weren't having it. Yeah, I don't know why you don't sell. T- why don't you don't get Declan Rice? Oh, so. So they, they offered both Julian Nagelsmann, the coach of Leipzig, the job on the spot, and then the sporting director, Ralph Rangnick, who's also the sporting director of Leipzig, they offered him a one-year contract until the end of the season. Huh. But he turned it down because of how short it was. Yeah, that's interesting. It was weird. It, it was really weird. The, the Nagelsmann deal, they offered a multi-year contract. The, the Rangnick one, they only offered until the end of the season. Huh, interesting. So I, I guess Tuchel was just the third choice. Yeah, their best option. I mean, who else could they have signed? Their best option. Allegri, I don't know if he would have come to them, but is there anybody else that we're missing who would have been a good candidate? I don't know, actually. There's a... Not that many. No, there really isn't. 
giant party to anybody? <laughs> <laughs> David Moyes? Yeah, I mean, yeah, listen, Alan Party was all right at uh, Crystal Palace for a couple of years, but... He should have had a yeah. Wayne Rooney, maybe. Um, what? Too young. Like, too, too new to management. Like, even um, Lampard had to coach at Derby for a couple of years before he got to Chelsea. Too young, and why would Chelsea want to... Yeah, why would he go to Chelsea? I know. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Man, you may be in 10 years, but not Chelsea. Valverde. Yeah. Uh, what's is he in Sevilla? Not Sevilla. Um, somewhere oh, in Spain, I believe. Yeah, I mean, he's somewhere. not a bad choice, actually. No, they could have. Yeah, they had a bunch of different. What about the what, what about the coach who won the 2014 World Cup with uh <laughs> with Spain? What's his name? Oh, I, I know what you're talking Cup. about. But I, I, oh, he got fired by like a sub. Oh no, because he yeah the dude with the mustache. Coach I forget Andrea, his name. Believe, you know? He's like he was like the coach of Russian football last year. Yeah. What about uh Giampaolo, Liam? You think he would have been a good fit at Chelsea? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, if y'all want Chelsea to get relegated. Yeah, pretty much. I mean, that would be great. So he would have been the best fit possible. Perfect. Yeah, what up? Vincente Del Bosque. That's his name. Del, Del Bosque. Bosque. Yeah. Wow. And it was 2010, not 2014. I'm sorry. 2014 yeah. was obviously during May. Yeah, they should hire him. He was the coach of uh, the Russian Football Federation for a couple of years. What about Sari? He could go back to Chelsea. True. Yeah, just go right back for a year, smoke some cigs, and. Uh... <laughs> what about um? Conte comes back. What's the? Get him out go of for, uh, inter, inter Milan for for Liam. Bump him out. Didn't he just come from Chelsea? Yeah. <laughs> Conte? We need oh, maybe they should bring back Claudio Ranieri. Yo, I'm going to talk about Ranieri when I get to Serie A. He's, <laughs> he's a great coach. Yeah, he is. He gets a bad rep. I mean, he won the league in the Prem with maybe the whole team on paper. Ever. A couple of really talented players, but on paper, that entire team was not good. Wes Morgan was their lead defender. Question marks. John, anything else about Ligue 1? We kind of went back into the prem. Nope. That's all I got. That's all you got, John? How's East primarily in South America? (laughs) Not giving too much love. Are we talking about FIFA as well? Like a video game or... Sure. Well, we'll talk about well, that later. What do you got to say? Focus on real-life soccer. Nice. nice are 12. Yeah, they're not doing that fantastic. Jesus Christ. Well, they're yeah, they're very nice. That makes sense. They, they beat Lens, so yay. But they beat Bordeaux, so <laughs> sad. Ooh. But, I mean, they have they have a Saliba at the back line now, so they're going to win every game. Sure, sure. Yes, <laughs> they will. And they have Rene all delayed, so hopefully he does well out there while he can. And then, I don't know if that's a... Oh, well, it was a free transfer. That's crazy. They let him go. Probably on last year. Yeah. His market value is $25 million and they just said, eh, we don't want money. We'll just let him go for free. 
playing the Arsenal card <laughs> here. I like it. Which league is up next, Juan? Let's head over to Liam at Serie A. Liam, oh, the about the Serie A. Um, Milan is still first place, thankfully. Although we're not undefeated anymore. Juventus and Atalanta decided to give us L's. Thank you for that. Um, shout out to Claudio Ranieri and Sampdoria. They're now in 10th place. They're climbing, they're beating teams, they're drawing teams, which is very good. I think, um, I don't know, they could have had four, they could have had four in a row if they had beat um, Spezia, which is like a bottom table team. I don't really know how they lost, especially coming off a win against Inter. So. Spezia's 15th. Spezia's, yeah, bottom table. They did just tan the Roma. <laughs> They did what? They hammered Roma in the Copa Italia. They did, yeah. I don't know what that was about, but <laughs> Roma just fell apart, honestly. Um, the Copa Italia was a mess. Inter Milan beat Milan 2-1. It was ridiculous. I could go on for hours and hours and hours and hours and hours about that game, but I'm not going to do it. Did Zlatan deserve to get sent off? No, not at all. On second look, not at all. And when I was watching the game, I was like, all right, bet it's foul. I guess you can card him. But my dad, who also, who's been watching soccer for longer than any of us have been alive, he said something really interesting to me. He said, red cards used to be given out only for goal-scoring opportunities and dangerous play. And that was neither. And on, if you really look back at it, Ebert didn't even touch him. Kolarov kicked Ebert's leg, and Brahim Diaz really fouled him. So uh, I think there's some tackle, real... Uh, they needed him out. Right. Inter needed him out, not the ref. Yeah, no, yeah, I mean, yeah, that, that's what I'm saying. They played it out pretty well. Got him, because they knew he was on the yellow that shouldn't be That shouldn't be a tactic that you should implement. Because imagine you spend... Nah, and then my dad bring up another point, too. Imagine you go... You spend all that money with your family to go see the Coppa Italia, to see these big players play, and the ref runs over galloping to give a red card to one of the, the top players on the field. Mm. I mean, and that ref is sus. Paolo Valeri, he is really suspect. I was listening to this other podcast, this podcast called the... I'm not going to say that name, actually, because you should only listen to this one. But I was listening to this other podcast, and they, they brought up the point that that ref has refereed crucial games for Milan. And on four separate occasions, the most crucial decision, which could have went either way, he goes against Milan every time. Every time. Mm -hmm. And those were questionable decisions. But there was just one against... Uh, I'm saying he's a Milan he hater. Hates Milan. Yes. <laughs> yes. And and to be honest, as, as um, a Milan fan and as a non-Italian, it makes sense. Because Milan were owned by Berlusconi at one point, and Berlusconi was prime minister of Italy, and a lot of Italians um, relate Berlusconi to Trump. They said he's the Italian Trump. So I think there's a real, almost nationalistic hatred for Milan because Berlusconi owned them at one point, that I think this, the Syria needs to bring in foreign refs. I think having Italian referees nowadays is not a good idea. Mm. I think the Syria should implement. I think the Syria is outdated in a lot 
a lot of ways. Like the game, like that Inter game, Inter versus Milan last game, would never have went that way if it was a Premier League game. A Premier League game is top-notch, in, in my opinion, in terms of officiating and how the game plays. And I think it's miles ahead of the Serie A. And the Serie A is way behind and things like that. And they need to catch up. The Champions League does that, don't they? Where, like, if you, whatever country the it's, teams are playing in, you can't like, be from that country? It's like, that's smart. Yes, but that's, but it, in every other country, though, it's, it's exactly how it is in Italy. In France, I was there's, say, there's a lot of English refs in the and there's only France. English referees. It's like that for every country, but when it comes to the championship, international it, it, it's in international it changes. But for every yeah. single league, that league only has their kinds of refs. Except like, for the Premier League? No, every league. No, every no league. you're saying the Prem too. The Prem I, I, I was thinking every about league. it. Every league yeah, I was going to say, there's that, a lot of English, men, uh, yeah. English refs in Prem. Yeah, every, every league has... Well, that's because they only do that. So everyone... Mm. So in, Fran, in Ligue 1, in France, they're only officiated by French refs. In Spain, Spanish refs. In Italy, it, Italian. German, German. So it's, it's everything like that, so... Well, this is a problem in the Serie A because that has to that has to change. I think for the Serie A because they. Yo, Liam, I got a question for you. Mm-hmm. Who would win in a fight, Zlatan or Roman? Ibra, Ibra. <laughs> now listen, uh, Lukaku is a big boy, but Ibra is a black belt in in like kung fu, jujitsu, kempo. Like, I believe that. <laughs> you know, you, know, you see the way he plays. It's he literally, he literally is a black belt. He literally know, is like a you real know, fighter. You know Lukaku and Pogba are friends, right? Like really close? Mm-hmm. He was part of the reason that uh, he came from Everton to Man U. And Pogba came out in defense of Zlatan. Because mm-hmm. uh, Zlatan said that voodoo shit. And but uh, people were saying that's why that's he was so random. How does he say that? That's there was a story that came out a few years ago that Lukaku only makes decisions based off some voodoo shit he does. No like, way. it was a story that came out years ago. Lukaku said it was false. There was a story going around a few years ago. The Everton owner said that about him. So Zlatan was just harping on that. What? That's weird. That's scary. Zlatan is, is a mean person, though, if he yeah, doesn't like you. Nah, this guy, Zlatan, is different. Yeah, he's got a good I mean, memory. it wasn't his Did John explain it? I, I lied down. I don't know what happened to me. You want me to, so, the Everton owner, around the time Lukaku was looking for a move out, the Everton owner was saying things about how... He uses voodoo to make decisions about his life, or something around those lines. No, his mom did. His mom told used mom, voodoo yeah. and told Lukaku not yeah. to go to Everton. Something like that. And I guess Lukaku shared that with Ibra at Man United. Well, no, it was it was, was, it was like, national news. Yeah, it was and they, on the news, yeah. Yeah, but he denied it. Denied it. it. I know he denied, denied it. it. But it was a whole thing, and that's what Zlatan was was. But he still people were Everton trying to call Zlatan racist. Well. And Pogba and Pogba came out in defense of Zlatan and said, "Of all people, Zlatan's definitely not a racist." Yeah, but yeah. supposedly he said like donkey or something. He said yeah, some because in it. soccer, if you have if you're a good player, be a bad touches, you're a donkey. Nah, he That's yo like the craziest thing oh, I heard I that he know, said, yeah. and he said this before, is he said he'll give five hundred dollars for Lukaku for every good first mm-hmm. touch he has. Mm-hmm. That is disrespectful. And he said, "Call your mom, and she'll tell you you're you're whack." Also. <laughs> Oh man! And then he just heard. I mean, his mom he had the last. Like, You're gonna laugh, say something so. about my mom? Yeah. yeah I mean, did you hear what Lukaku said though? Lukaku said, "Like, fuck your mom and your and, and your, your wife." Yeah. 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 
Oh no! Come into the tunnel. Come into the tunnel. Away from the cameras, and we'll we'll sort we'll sort this out. And Lukaku. Lukaku I, I don't inside. understand why it started though. Like what? So Romagnoli. Uh, I saw the foul. Fouled it was him. a foul. Romagnoli definitely fouled. Yes. No, no, no. He no. rolled his shoulder into his back. I mean, he definitely fouled him. That bro, this is tough. Miss a derby. Like, come on. I get that, but you you knocked. Listen, Lukaku has ninety nine physical. We all know that he's a strong dude. He's a big boy. If he. If he got knocked off his feet like he did... It wasn't that bad, though. Like, And he got up, got no, right in Romagnoli's face. And I'm sure Ibra was like, yo, bro, shut up. And he was like, what? And then they got it, They got together. They did that forehead thing. And then Ibra was like, go do that voodoo, whatever. And blah, blah, blah. blah. And that's how it happened. <laughs> this is funny. Yeah, Lukaku got the last laugh. But if you want to hear something funnier, Inter's not winning any hardware for the next 10 years anyway. I mean... I don't know. I don't think so. I, I think, think it's going to be balanced now. I think it's going to be balanced between Juve, well, that team Milan, was better Milan. last year. Juventus cooked Spall today for nothing, so it, they'll probably uh, might better. They're actually going to play Inter in the Coppa Italia on Wednesday. Inter who, is, was a better team that, as far as overall, in my opinion, last year. Than Juventus? No, than the Inter team that they fielded now. Oh. Besides Hakimi, I don't like any of their new signings. I like Hakimi. I think Hakimi is really good for him. But I thought that last year they were better. Yeah. Who do you think is going to come and out on the other side, Liam, between Atalanta and probably Napoli? Ooh. Napoli just lost to Hellas Verona. And yeah. now there's talk of having uh, Gattuso fired. Do you think... They probably so, will. I mean, they were doing bad. Do you think that Napoli could lose to Spezia? In, in the Copa Italia because they play I want to say day. no <laughs> like I want to say no <laughs> but, but I don't know if I can say no yeah I, mean, I don't know Spezia beat Roma 3-0 so Spezia I mean, beat Roma by the way they didn't just beat him they smacked him yeah it was bad no I know so I didn't I'm see that like, coming and then in the league Roma scraped by them 4-3 no yeah <sighs> and Atalanta beat Lazio so it's I think if Napoli are on their game, I think they're going to know that Gattuso, th- that these next couple games are crucial if they want Gattuso to be coach. Yeah, and they want and he wants to stay. Yeah, yeah. They want yeah. Stay so maybe maybe they'll give that little extra. Mm-hmm. I mean, Herbie Lozano's goal was fantastic. Almost beat Rafael Leal for quickest in the Serie or Copa Italia. Oh no, Serie Here we go. Yeah. <laughs> Got to bring up that. Up was good. that. I think um, Roma are third. I think Roma will drop down very soon. I don't think Roma is going to beat Juventus on Saturday, next Saturday. Yeah, they rested Ronaldo, so I'm guessing he'll start and hopefully he scores a hat-trick or something because I need him to win the Golden Boot. Props to Atalanta, by the way. For as bad a position as they were in the beginning of the year, they're now right there in the top four. They are, yeah, and they they dominated us. They dominated. But it us. looks bad on Papu Gomez now, because this team he, just gone. minus him is fine without him. He's gone. He's at Sevilla. I know that's what I'm saying, but like the fact that like you, it seems like it, he was the detriment to the team. Like oh, he was yeah. the one causing all this bad, all the bad vibes to cause bad results. We'll see what he says. As soon as he leaves, the and the team yeah. is reformatted just to not have him in it, they're right back to getting results. Yeah. But no, yeah, he said once he leaves, he's going to spill uh, what happened. So hopefully we find oh. out soon what, what really went down. 
I'm sure here. Happy Abdul will be on La Liga and the La Liga news feeds. Yes, we'll hear about Sevilla. Not much to say, really, but I know Atletico is obviously going to take it. They have two games in hand, with um, with them being on top right now by four with from Madrid. Uh, Barcelona is kind of getting their shit back together. They're scoring goals constantly now for the past few games. They're defending well. Uh, Messi, he's back from his red card. He played well today with um, Man of the Match. Yeah, Bro, Atletico, I don't know what they're... I like that they defend that well, but they play boring soccer, dude. I don't... I can't, like, watch their games for some reason. Unless it's versus, you know, Barcelona or Madrid. Because those are huge games. But other than that, I can't really watch their... Yeah, they play like the Italian national team in 06. They played really good against um, Valencia. They dominated, but they played oh, yeah, more attacking. Yeah. They played more attacking William would agree. Did, um, defending. They're not just defending. Defending-wise, that's been them all, like, for the past, like, 10 years. They just know how to defend. Um, attacking, they're good in their counterattack. Uh, Madrid, on the other hand, bro. I don't think we'll reach because we're not consistent at all. We're not going to win the league, obviously. We'll be right behind Atletico. Atletico, Madrid, Real Madrid, and Barcelona, they've always been the top three. For the past, like, 12, 13 years, it's always been them. Sevilla has been, you know, going back and forth with Villarreal and um, Atletico Club back then for the fourth spot. But they're dominating right now as well. They just got that boy Gomez, so he'll be a huge player for them. Uh, I'm, I'm I, I know, supposedly people are trying to get Alba um, from Madrid. I don't like that. They need to just give you up. You mean from Bayern? Yeah, Chelsea's looking at him. I think United is United, United looking for him. No, uh, no, no. We're United, back on him. I know Chelsea is looking United for him. United are looking at. Yeah, boy, Raphael Veyron. Veyron, right. Yeah, yeah, why is that? What is going on so, with that? Yeah, because he was like, he's a world-class defender. Like, Damn. You want a world-class defender, that's why. No, 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 no. I get why we want him. I'm, oh. I don't understand why he'd want to leave. I mean, I understand why, bro. He's been there since he was like, he what, wants 19, a pace, 20? You know? New he challenge. New challenge, you know? He, he wants, wants a new challenge. Yeah. I mean, he, I understand that and I respect it. He's done a he's lot. He's good at coming to I mean, he fits right in with Juan's base scoring on goals and stuff, you know? He's won. He's won the the La Liga. He has won everything in Spain. He's won everything in Spain. He's gonna want a new chance, especially if Ramos leaves. He's gonna want to yeah, Ramos, to get yeah, away like, from the whole defense. Oh. Gone, dude. He's gonna he want to, be able to experience something new and and try to build off of what he had with um with Ramos and stuff and try to. Listen, I'm all for it. He could come. And then, and then again, and then again, PSG is trying to get Messi as well. So think about it. If he really imagine. Like, them two with Messi, they're building a crazy, ridiculous team for the Champions League, and I think they have a, ch- a shot if they get um, Ramos and um, Varane and Upamecano in that defense. Oh my God! It'll be. I, I wouldn't mind. It'll, it'll I, I wouldn't mind him going to uh, um, United. Though I would not mind. It'll be one what do you want to Barca? Be. <laughs> sure, none of that. It, <sighs> well, you won't get Upa, sadly, Alan. We'll see. You never know. I I never know with these news feeds until it's done anymore. 
No, because... Why do you need Upo? You have Harry Kane. The, I mean, uh, Harry Kane. Harry Lebron. Kane. I'll take Harry Kane. <laughs> Harry well, Kane. We need a striker. G is looking at him, too. Is it PSG or Aguero? I mean, is it Harry Kane or Aguero? For what? Well, Aguero can't PSG. leave Man City until they get that Champions League. So. I don't want it. Aguero? He's 94 years old. Now, PSG was looking for someone for a striker. Oh, like, just go maybe for short term. I don't know. But I, don't, I don't think just so. I think Aguero's there till the end of the year. Yeah, well, I don't know. He's 32, Alan. He's not that old. It's not that... Uh, I guess. He's just been playing forever. And you can tell he's slowing down. From the injury. He's still, still world-class, though. Still world-class. He's been around a long time in the Prem. He scored, like, 500 goals in the Prem. Yo, he only played one match this season, though? Oh, no, this is he's the He's been injured all year. Oh, and then he had COVID. So he he's been. He's, he's had a tough season. Oh, by the way, I'm going, do you think we're going to like skip over the fact that Madrid lost to a no-name team in the Copa del Rey? No, no. <laughs> that was disgusting, bro. Yo, that team. The guy who scored the dead goal, goal does not have a goal 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 goal. winning goal. He literally cleaned shit. Scored, yeah, he literally cleaned all the shit. And he shot on Real Madrid. Wait. Oh yeah. No, you got beaten by a part-time plumber. <laughs> I mean, let's be realistic. Damn, I'm so mad. That and was so funny. But we curse me and say that Raul's better than Flamengo, but Flamengo ain't never lose to no problem, right, bro. According to Flamengo, now you're pushing it. On ESPN, bro, Madrid had 83% possession with 26 shots, 11 on target. Al Coyano had three shots, two on target. And one. Clinical. They practice shooting. <laughs> God damn. You could. You know what's sad though is that you could tell as the time went on, like as the game got farther and farther in, I got a really bad feeling. Oh, plus the field. I. I'm sorry. No, don't be. Oh, don't bring on the field. The field was dude. Dude, it doesn't matter, man. You're yes, playing plumbers. You're playing plumbers. Bro, can I live, please? You're playing against Mario and Luigi. <laughs> I don't know, man. Um, Madrid is the way to And they fielded a good team. Nah, yeah. I'll give it to them. They played their asses off. They played really, really well. I'll give it to them. They're going to get smoked, whoever they face next, so I don't care. <laughs> you think? They're going to well, end up winning, Abdul. They're going to win the whole thing. They play Athletic Bilbao next. Oh, they're going to Yeah, win. they're going to get... Uh, oh, yeah. Right. Bilbao's pretty good. Yeah. Bilbao but, just beat Madrid and Barca, by the way. I know. They went off, bro. Good for them. They wanted that Supercopa. Meanwhile, they're in ninth place. I mean, they're, they're doing fine. At least they got something, yeah. Should we jump over to the Bundesliga? Oh, wait. Where you? Yeah, yeah, Bundesliga. Is, yeah. Man, there were some weird games this past week, or weekend, I guess, for Bundesliga. Some strange happenings. Like what? I mean, um, first, you have Leipzig lost to Mainz, 3-2. Wolfsburg oh, beat wow. Leverkusen. Osberg beat Union Berlin. Montenglapak beat Dortmund, and Bayern keeps doing Bayern things. Hoffenheim beat Köln. Hertha Berlin with a big L against Werder Bremen. Never getting that upgrade. But no, I, I, it's very surprising because Union Berlin have been killing it. 
and doing pretty good, and they lose to a lower team to them. Mines is in the relegation zone, and they beat Leipzig 3-2, which was very surprising. Mm-hmm. And now it's just, it's it, the race is over, and Bayern's won again, so it's no surprise there. Yeah. Dortmund's just... I heard about Mines. They have a new manager, yeah. uh, Mateo, and they said that uh, he's been really influential to them. Well, that's good. Um, Dortmund's yeah, I mean, they need free-falling it. as well. They're like Liverpool. They're in seventh right now with 29 points. Bayern has 42 points, so pretty much over, <laughs> So, which is great. Leverkusen's in third, and they're already 10 points behind, so... It's, mm-hmm. it's really looking like it's Bayern wins again, but it should be interesting for the rest of the Champions League and Europa League spots because they're all relatively, they're actually pretty close. Union Berlin has 28 in eighth and then Leipzig has 35 in second. So it should be an interesting rest of the race, but what do you, it was a weird what do you guys week think? for them. What do you think of Dortmund and their form? Why are they... Terrible. They don't have a coach anymore, Abdul. They don't have the right coach. They they fired their coach because they were not doing well under him, and they have um the is it the Montenegrin coach? Or? They have the Montenegrin yeah. coach. Oh, I can't believe coming, I liked that. But he's coming in the summer, so they just have an assistant coach right now coaching the team. So it's just not. Hello. They're not there. Hey. Where are you, mate? Yo, my connection is. Very good. Welcome back, Liam. It's amazing. It's Way incredible. to go, Liam. It's incredible. Yo, the problem with with uh, Dortmund is that their defense sucks. Yeah, that too. That is weird. Their defense is trash. Like, none of their defenders are good enough. Munir looked like a great signing, but he sucked all year. He hasn't played. He didn't play against Montagladbach. Some kid named Mori played. I don't know who this kid is. I got, peace check is getting old. Nico Schultz is okay, I guess. None Guerrero's okay. None of the guys. Hummels and Akanji are trash. They're the two. They're just not good enough anymore. Akanji's like. Huh? Akanji's twenty-five. So he's. I, I know he's young, but he's just been bad. He wasn't great last year either. Guerrero's young too. He's doing. He's what doing about? But they have young guys. Yeah, yeah. Oh, he's, he's probably old now, though. He's checked. He is old. He doesn't play. Peace you know, all these, yo, they you moved him from right back to center back, man. Hmm? They moved him. He's no longer a right back. He's a center back now. Yeah. Probably because he can't keep up with those wingers. Yeah, he's not fast enough anymore. <laughs> he was a good player for a long time, though. I'm not going to lie. He was quality. No, yeah. Do you guys just sit and think about all these players that you guys know have been watching for 10, 7, you know, 10... 15 years and just look mm-hmm. at them like damn they're super old now like yeah sad I, it's really sad <laughs> no I, I was thinking about it let me see oh, sad. Wow. Life. speaking of that okay. Pichek is going to finish his career at the end of the season yeah I, I told you he was old <laughs> I mean wow this is in FIFA he's 35 <laughs> he'll be 36 this year yeah guy yeah well eh. he got a goal in the champions league this season though <laughs> Woo! Woo! Let's play you know what let's play sign one with extended <laughs> four-year contract <laughs> now, he got that goal he's like i will finish my career <laughs> that's it 
Imperial Masterpiece Showdown? <laughs> I'd like to walk away. I can't wait for the end of FIFA to be able to do that again. I'm really happy my Milinkovic is an 89. Hey. How's the speed looking? It went up by one, right? Yeah. The pace. 75 pace, I think, now. First CPM, mm-hmm. I guess that's not bad. That's yeah. solid. He gets an engine. No, I give him engine, he's, he's got 80. Little, yeah, and he's a little bit higher as well after if he gets uh, in form. I'd slap a shadow. I play Kessie as my shadow because that that Kessie card is ridiculous. Two shadows. Yeah, but Milinkovic is four star, four star, and he can he can finish. So he's like. I just need him to run. Yeah. My whole whole back line has a shadow. That's probably the best thing to do in FIFA. But I I try and play slightly differently. Juan Bissaka shadow. McTominay, shadow. Teller, shadow. When I start dribbling with my, my right back, my left back, people are like, what? <laughs> you don't see it coming. Um, I guess we move to another part of the world now. <sighs> Into the world of... Wow. wow. That's fine. I guess we have to go to this one. So upsetting. Greatest league in the world. Don't forget to... Don't forget to mention that man you transfer target. <clears throat> yeah, we'll get to that. Okay. So have a legend goalkeeper card. He should. So basically, the Brazilian league. What's happening right now is every single top six team is on a mission to not win the league. <laughs> it is oh, insane <laughs> how constant. The first place team chokes, and then another team takes his place, and then they choke. Another team takes his place, and they choke. Do you think that they win, John? Uh, bad luck to be first. <laughs> they're just bad. Although, top six, I don't This has been a very, very bad. I think COVID really messed a lot of these teams up. This has been an awful season. Teams cannot keep any kind of consistency. So, the only team that's consistent is in first place now. Internacional, they're on a nine game winning streak. They're gonna win. They took they took the lead um, from Sao Paulo. Sao Paulo had like a seven point lead in first place, and they proceeded to go on a seven or eight, eight game not not a loss streak, but a non winning streak. So they're either drawing and losing a lot of games. They some really from, bad teams. They learned from Arsenal. So they they gave up a seven point <laughs> gain. Pretty much everyone around could have taken advantage of that, but didn't except for Inter. Inter's the only one who's Made the push. So, with, uh, was it, six games left, it's looking very likely that Inter is going to be champions. Ugh. Um, LOL. But it's been really funny just to watch, you know, Sao Paulo really choked, Atletico Monero choked, Flamengo choked. Inter choked before, but now they're, they're come back. But I wouldn't be surprised if they go on a five-game losing streak. And then someone in sixth place ends up winning. You know, it's, it's been a mess. I like think the last round, every single top six team lost or drew except for Inter. Quick question, like John. With Flamingo, they won the league last year, right? Yep. What happened this year? What do you think? So. You lose your top scorer or. 
No, we actually we actually bettered the team. I mean, I think um, the one we two serious losses were um, Pablo Mari and Rapinha. Yes, Right. Pablo Murray left Arsenal, and he has not lost a, a game that he has started there. He's really good to back. No. Does anyone know that? Pocketaz. Yeah, it's Mateo. Oh, okay. Anyway, Marie was huge for our defense, and right. Rafinha was really huge for our defense and going forward. All right, right back. But what do you think is the problem that Flamingo faced this year? So when we started the, the season, we purchased, or we didn't purchase, you know, we signed Dome, Dominic Turin. And effectively, we had the best offense in the league with the worst defense. We were winning games like 5-4. Like, it was crazy. But, you know, genuinely, the offense was beautiful. Most chances, best attack, most chances created, way more chances created per game this year than we created last year. So, And we were getting, we were getting the points. We were doing fine. But he lost two games back-to-back, 4-1. And they sacked. Personally, I think it was a really stupid decision. Because even if the defense wasn't working out, the offense was still amazing. We signed a goalkeeper, Rogerio Seni, as coach. He's the goalkeeper who has over 100 goals in his career. Played his whole career for Sao Paulo. And he found a way to take the best attack in Brazil <laughs> and make it super mediocre, along with not improving the defense at all. So one of the worst defenses in the league, and just the attack is well, barely creating shit. But the thing is, like, we, we keep getting opportunities. Because everyone ahead of us keeps messing up, we keep having opportunities to take the lead. Right. But, and we were doing okay up until a few games ago. Okay, you all lost three of your last five. When we decided to lose two. I think it started with a draw. It was a draw against Atletico Goianiense, which started it. Which Atletico Goianiense right this this season, but they're not a great team. And what happened with us and them? No, sorry, it was, was it? No, it was a draw against Fortaleza. We had a penalty. Pedro slipped, hit it with both his feet. It was called off, and then we just couldn't score. So we drew against a team that we should have beat. We lost to Fluminense, which was really bad because we had like. 27 shots to their three, and we lost 2-1. We wait last minute for Felipe Luis back pass that <laughs> one of their strikers picked up and just scored. And then we doubled down by losing to Ceará, who is my second favorite team in Brazil, and they're genuinely really good. And it was fine that we lost to them because they're playing way better than us. And now what happened? We, we beat a really bad, we beat like the last place team and now we lost again. No. We lost again to who? Atletico PR. Yeah. Which was another game where, you know, we went up 1-0. We were looking good. And we let them score on their two chances they had the whole game. It's just a mess. Sure. Basically, I think the issue is this coach came in, changed up the way we attack, and killed all our offensive potential. So he probably won't make it till the end of the season. Well, no, eh. He'll probably make it to the end of the season, then we're going to sign another foreigner to be our coach. I fully believe that had we kept Dome, I think we'd be in Libertadores final, and we'd be in first place in the league, 100%. Because the way we were attacking with him, there's no way these teams would have been able to. The teams we lost to, like, that wouldn't have happened. 
Like, Dolly was losing points against teams with really good offenses, which is very few in Brazil because our defense was so bad. But we were killing every other team. But now our problem is we're losing to all the small teams and the big teams. So, so y'all are down seven, but you have a game in hand. Yeah. I mean, there's still hope, but I don't think anyone really believes at this point anymore. We're, um, we're, all, we're selling a lot of our players at the moment. We sold Lincoln, this 20-year-old. Um, you know, we were, we were tying a game 1-1. And the fans have had a problem with Lincoln for a while. And I wish I could share my screen. I'm going to send this to you guys. In the, I'll send it in the podcast chat later. But Lincoln against Atletico Goianiense, pretty much, you know, when you cross in front of the keeper, you know, your striker, it's just a striker in the goal, no keeper there. You're in the six-yard box, it's just a tap-in, he missed it. He found a way to kick that out. So, he got sold. <laughs> he never played after that game. Like, missing that goal cost him his career with us. Um, nice. We sold him to Vistel Kobe, he's going to be... Uh, Ruining his sister Iniesta, so. <laughs> We're probably going to sell one of our better players, Everton Ribeiro, to Saudi Arabia. I think we're going to sell him for around 10 million euros, which is really good money in Brazil. And then, Matei, and maybe Abdul, you might know who I'm talking about, that Mikael kid, Michael. Yep. Yeah. Really good dribbly kid. We're going to loan him, I think, with an obligation to buy for 12 million euros to another Arabic team. So, I mean, good money coming our way to, you know, buy some defenders. Where's Jerison going? And Jerison's not going to get sold. I don't see Jerison getting sold. Everton Ribeiro's getting sold because, I mean, he's he's like 32. You know, he's, while I still think he's an amazing player, he's clearly on the descent. He's been playing really, really badly the past, like, 10 games. And I think, you know, some 10 million for him is, um, 10 million euros for him is amazing. Yeah, um, it's almost as good as that price you got for that dude who went to Milan. For someone that old. Yeah. Duarte. <laughs> no, Duarte was definitely some, uh, that was part of the Paqueta trade. That was extra Paqueta no, no, money. They, they no, no there's no way Milan is <laughs> 10 million for Duarte. That was fully, that is right there. I wouldn't be surprised. It's because they did not want... To, to people to know that they pay that much for pocket time. Promise you. Yo, when Pogba no moves though. to Madrid, maybe we'll uh, go pick up Jerson. I mean, he's a... Uh, Isn't he similar? He's the same I kind of deal, they said. I think he's a Pogba who tries harder. He's a Pogba who tries harder and contributes more defensively. Which basically Pogba would if he's he tried right, harder. He's like a Pogba. He's Pogba does, but he tries on both ends of the pitch. Put it that way. Mm. Pogba's passing is still a lot better than his. Like, Gresham's good at passing, but Pogba's specialist. He's got like that. John, do you think he's like the Casemiro maybe then? No. No, he's, he's Casemiro like great CDM. Jerison, we call Jerison the jack of all trades because we play him at CDM, at CM, at left wing, at right wing, at M. He plays it. How, I'm sorry, how old is he again? 23. 23, 24. I mean, uh, if he plays well and Madrid just keeps an eye on him, I'll take him. I, I mean, know. I think he's, he's probably similar to... Think of think 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 of him in the midfield. He'll play similar to Modric. Um, crazy work rate, up and down, dribbling. And basically his job is to get the ball to the offense. He doesn't score much, 
because, but he's always up there creating chances. But he can also play the wings because he has that Brazilian dribbling to open up space, and he's pretty fast. He's, he'll be in Europe soon. And as long as he tries, he'll be fine. Gabigol, I don't think, I don't know if Gabigol will go to Europe, man. He's like the perfect luxury striker, but European teams don't need, don't want luxury strikers. Like, I can't think of any tap-in merchants. He, he might go to like a, mid, a mid-tier team, you know. But mid-tier teams can't make, take advantage of tap-in merchants. Like, Gabigol's a special player because, maybe, I don't know. Maybe because, I don't know, I don't know. I don't know what he'd do on a team that had to defend more. Yeah. Basically for us, it's just, he doesn't, he, his work rate's amazing, like, he always contributes to the build-up play. But he never really scores the goal. His goals are always, like, in the six-yard box. Like, it's always a cross-in, and he's always just there to tap it. Like, he's a tapping version. Yeah. So, he just I don't know. Right, right place, right time. Pedro, the Brazilian Lewandowski, will have a career in Europe. His yeah, man is so good. His touches. He's like he's he's a faster version of Giroud with a significantly better touch. No one that's what I think. He's, he's that tall. Giroud is an icon. He's pretty tall, yeah. Giroud is an icon. Well, statistically, Giroud is an icon. He's Maybe the all-time score for France. Statistically, he's an icon. Um, a couple of people I want to mention. So, what I've really enjoyed about the league this year are two players in specific who are really shining, and I pray, I pray Flamengo puts some money on the table to buy them. The first, 23 years old, his, he plays for the new Red Bull Brazil team called Red Bull Bragantino. His name is Claudinho. 23 years old, 16 goals, and I think 8 assists for a mid-table team. Like, he is, he's tied for the top goal scorer position. He's very close to being top assister in the league. Like, that's huge for a, mid, for, for a mid-table team player to be topping both assists and goal scoring charts is amazing. And just watching him play, like, he's a really good player. Like, technically, he's amazing. I don't think, I think he lacks a little bit of speed, but just think of a player who's just technically sound when I watch him play I think of like Iniesta if Iniesta shot way better obviously the dribbling is not as good but that's the best comparison I can come up with what team what league Brazil. <laughs> what do you mean what league my boy <laughs> my boy what have you been at <laughs> the Red Bull team in Brazil his name is Claudinho <laughs> they Claudinho no, no. no. really and then another one this guy's a little older he'll, I don't think he'll ever make it to Europe but he'll definitely be in the top in the top Brazilian team next year. His name is Vina. Twelve goals. He's like twelve goals, ten assists. He has like he's the top assister in the league. Constantly Vina scoring. Vina? Yes, Liam. Vitinho. That's great for a podcast. Vina. Vitinho. Yeah. And then youngsters. Alan, who are you looking at? Gabriel Veron. Gabriel Veron, Palmeiras. He so he won the he was I think he was voted the best player of the U seventeen World Cup, which Brazil won. He's a really good player. Hey, you got a World Cup. You know, I very similar to Rodrigo. I think he's identical That's to Rodrigo. Yeah, great they, they, they great shooting, Rodrigo. great passing, great running, he's fast. Great decision making, especially for that age. 
Um, I mean, he makes sense with the new the new Man U transfer policy. We're only he's signing, he'd fit in really well with your with Man U. He signed the other one. And who's the other guy? The the year Devin the, Hartland than Daniel James. Oh, oh yeah, yeah. Well, that's not <laughs> miles better. Um, what was the what was the year the South American kid we just signed from? He plays for his national team already. He's like sixteen years so old. So you guys actually didn't sign him. He's eighteen. Um, his name is I believe it's Caceres. Caceres. Let me double check. He plays for Independiente del Valle. But the problem is, you guys pulled out of the trade because not trade transfer because there's too many. So South American players tend to have like people buy out. Percentages of them, if that makes sense. Yeah, like, you break, think maybe break, what's his name again? I forgot his name. Caicedo, I think. Caicedo, yeah, Miguel. It's something Caicedo, yeah. Felipe? I don't know. Yeah, Moises Caicedo. He's yeah. 19 now. He he genuinely he's a he's a really good defensive mid, and he's worth every penny. I I, I feel bad that you guys didn't actually go for him because he's one for the future. He's gonna be. Like, think of, like, Vidal-type, like, think of top South American CDMs, running shit, Casemiro, Vidal at one point. He's going to be up there and remembered like that if his career goes the way it should, because he's miles ahead of anyone else in South America in his position. Yeah, Especially we being the, the, the involvement of various intermediaries. Yeah, it was too it was complicated to sign him, but I think he's, he's worth it. He's destroyed for He has a deal agreed to join a Premier League football club. Yeah, I think he's going to join like Brighton or something. He's going to probably get starting right away. Start, start right away. And we'll yeah, because Basuma is about to get bought for a lot, so it makes sense for him. Think if there are any other youngsters. So Gremio sold that Everton guy to Benfica last year, and now his replacement Pepe, who's also very good, is going to Porto in June. Oh, nice. So I don't even know who Grammy are going to play with because those are their two talismans right there. Any other youngsters worth mentioning? I feel like there definitely are, but off the top of my head. I mean, you have the South Paulo kid, Brainer. He has 11 goals this season. He's probably going to... Well, I think he's going to Ajax at the end of the season. He's good. I don't think I got anyone else. Uh, Libertadores final Saturday. If you guys are free, I think it starts at 3. Was it? Definitely a good watch. Palmeiras versus Santos. Santos. Both Brazilian yeah, teams. Santa. I'm free. Oh, don't want Santos. People are making a. They're saying Verón versus Caio George. Caio George is 18. He plays for Santos. He's their striker. He also won the U17 World Cup. He was a top scorer. So, interesting dynamic that one, one of them two are going to win it. Well, that's good. Yeah, exciting news. Martin. I hope I hope Santos win. I hate Palmeiras. Martin Odegaard <laughs> has signed for Arsenal. Oh, so no. Is there any Arsenal option of any chance bench? you can buy him or no? I don't, I don't know. I haven't. I haven't fully. Madrid looked definitely at the not doing that. I don't they think so. They didn't include a buyback. It, it's the same deal as a Danny Ceballos deal. Yeah, I think. I think it's just we have him for the six months, and we paid two point four, and we're only going to pay part of his wages. Yeah, they pay majority of it, I believe. Yeah. Uh, yeah. It works out. Yep. Very nicely. Oh, man. Is that it? I think so. What are you going to do with Ceballos, though? We're going to give him back to you. 
<laughs> they both come back. I forgot they both come back, right? Yeah. What do you yeah. mean? What are we going to do? I hope they, you know what? I hope they're going to throw him in the trash. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> it was crazy. Yeah, when he comes yeah, back, when he comes back, I want him to start instead of Modric or... I want my midfield to be... You just extended Modric. You're not going to put Ceballos over him. Yeah, I don't want Modric. I'll put Valverde, Modric, and then another, like... And Pogba. I mean, um... Uh, and Pogba. Yo, I'm not gonna lie though. If Veron and Ramos leave, they already are missing a right back. You're Ramos gonna need to, to go get a lot of defense. Well, you have yeah. Militao, and you just buy an, and you have Alaba. And then Nacho. Yeah, but they need a backup because right now they got Militao as the third guy. They Nacho could be his, the, the backup. I don't want. Uh, I don't maybe, want maybe. I don't think Nacho's that good. I just think he's fast. But exactly. he's a good backup. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, he's not bad. You do need a right back, though, badly. Carvalho? Lucas Vasquez is not cutting it. I mean, Carvalho's injured prone now. I think he's injured or he just sucks now. And <laughs> Daily Tau? <laughs> Lucas Vasquez, bro, like, is a problem. Lucas Vasquez, I like him as the wing, man. I, I'll keep him as the right wing. He's fine. He's, he's, he's not a right back. Yeah, yeah. I don't That's not his that. position. That's why he's not good in it. Yeah, I know. My left back position, I think we're going to, I need a backup. I mean, Marcelo could be a backup, but uh, I want him to leave. I want him to play more. Well. I like him too much for him to be on the bench. Uh, but I'll take a new left back that could just sit there. You don't like Mendy? No, I like, no, him, I like him a lot. He's, he's definitely my starter right back. Um, my son, my son back, well, even Malatau, I don't trust him as a starting center. <laughs> I mean, he's young. He's super young. Yeah, but I don't how old is Ron? 27? You don't trust Ron's him, but you trust Ron? Ron's 26. How many goals has Ron scored? Ron's so much. He hasn't been conceded for you this year. Forever and ever. He has. He would be. He's one of your leaders. Ron cannot play unless he's next to a leader. I hope you know that. You need to sign a leader. No, no, I know that. You need to sign a leader. I know it. I just like him too much. He's done so much for us. I like him way too much. Wait, who was timeout? Who was the leader in the French national team for defense? Titi held that shit down. Titi does hold it down. He was not the leader. Titi. Who's the leader? He's never the protagonist center center back. He needs someone next to him who is solid as a lot. Really solid. Yeah. He's a great defender when you got someone solid next to him. I've seen okay. yeah. Harry Maguire, perfect. We're good. You know, no, no. Harry Maguire is an excellent player. You know, he is. Time out. Just got Baron, all joking aside, though, Baron is perfect for someone like Harry Maguire because he's fast as hell. And Maguire is not bad. He's direct your defense, though? Yeah, he's the captain. He does. I don't know how, bro. does not deserve it. I'm sorry. Nah, he's not. No, 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 no. You can not deserve his price point. He's not a bad defender. He's just slow. And he doesn't have a fast defender right next to him right now. Veron would fit perfectly there. Because Veron is fast. Why did they not give him the captain armband yet? There's definitely more veteran players that deserve it. I mean, De Gea has been no, there since really. day one. Besides, right? No, no. Besides Pogba, there's not Ooh, really Rashford. that many senior players. Rashford, Rashford, Rashford is sorry, 22, Rashford 23 years old. He's been there for a minute. That's one. Two. Also, Rashford's not an on-field leader. You could argue Bruno Fernandes, but he's not senior enough yet. Plus, I'm Pogba and Bruno, I mean Pogba and Rashford are not floor leaders. They're great in their own right, but they don't like to lead everybody else or yell at anyone. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. What about De Gea? 
That's what I'm saying. Again, doesn't talk yeah, that much. And how uh, how would it look? I mean, you could. Ha- I mean, he could be a captain. But if we're gonna talk about veterans or people that have been there for a while, oh, the main yeah, it would be super. Would be it's all super young now. It would be the there's area. not that many guys who've been around that long anymore. Matic. Bro, Matic has only been there three years now. Like he's not that long. Pogba's been there longer he's than too him. Wide. Rashford's been there longer than him. For the people that like to talk, I don't think you have any leaders, actually. Well, Fernandez likes to talk, so he's technically a leader. He does. And Maguire um, likes to talk. Maguire does talk a lot. So who do you think deserves the captain armband? I don't think I don't think it's Maguire. I mean, listen, we're in second place. Nobody thought we were even going to be here at this point in the season when we were talking about it last year. Well, so I'm good with it right now. Of course, the plumbers would have been better, right, Abdul? Like we all have problems. We are over. We're overachieving our expectations right now. Wow, Sheffield right. United got their second win, though. Yes, listen again. It's just and that's tough, though. That's if you lose, if you lose the Inter, bro. I mean, I'm sorry. If you start dropping points, we'll start talking about it too. Oh, for sure. Meanwhile, yeah, seven points. Your boy got sent off with fifty-seven. Ridiculous. Got sabotaged, you mean? I, I, I'm fine with him being the captain. Until results get really bad consistently, it's fine. This is a bad, this is a bad loss, though. If we start dropping points to bum teams now, I'm going to be pissed off. Yeah, I think this game... The most bum, I think they mentally messed you guys up. I think this game's going to be bad for you guys. Okay. At least we didn't lose the plumbers. They have eight Bro, points. I'm saying... Bro, I'm... That is our bread and butter. If you look last year, we were dropping points to teams we shouldn't have and playing well against teams we shouldn't be. We do the opposite of what we're supposed to do. I know how that feels. Like, we get it done. Like, we beat Liverpool 3-2 in the FA Cup. Handily. We played better than them that whole game. Uh, actually, the lot goals were nice, though. But we, we deserve to win. Who, wait, has it been set yet for the next round for the FA? No. I don't know who we play next. Yo, I hope we get an easy draw. We've already had three top ones. Yeah, you have. You've been Arsenal wrong. also yeah. got in the short end of the stick. Although they, they had an easy one this round, right? Uh, uh, who did you guys play? Southampton. Oh, that's not easy. Never mind. Yeah, they had a tough one too. <laughs> I mean, that's not as hard as us, but that's got, still bad. You guys play West Ham. We play West Ham? Yep, you guys play West Ham. It goes Barnsley, Chelsea, Burnley, Bournemouth, Everton, Tottenham, Leicester, Brighton, Man U, West Ham, Sheffield, Bristol, Swansea, Man City, Wolves, Southampton. What the hell is going on? Why do we know? We have played like four tough teams in a row. Yeah. Jesus Christ. That's another top four team to play against, technically. We already beat them this year. We'll do it again. Unless Suchek scores a hat trick. Yo, can anybody explain to me how he scores so much? What does he do that no other CDM does? He plays for West Ham. I mean, clearly. But, I mean, he literally scores a ton. Like, I see him on the the score sheet all the time. Including last year when they signed him. No, yeah. They They definitely have a scout in the Czech Republic that just keeps feeding these guys to him. Yeah. Because they got him. Unbelievable.
Right. Hello? Hello? Else to talk about? Are we done? I Yo, I missed that whole segment. Oh my god! <laughs> I think we missed. <laughs> Wait, what? Alan, I heard you start to ask a question and nobody answered, and I was like, "So there's nobody going to answer?" Oh, and I, I just lag out, I and nobody yeah, answered again. I know, I like that. That's how Thomas Suchek scores so many goals for West Ham. He's a senior, oh, and he's beating. He's their leading scorer. How tall is he? Like six, six, six I think. But the point yeah, is, is that I don't know how he scores as much as he does. Yeah, I would shock Liam if he's like top ten, top fifteen in goals scored in the Prem. Because he's he puts up, he scores a goal here and there all the time, and then occasionally he gets like a brace or hat trick, or probably a brace. I don't know. Wait, Matik, where is he right now with the goals? How many does he have? Ooh, Suchek. And he scored also. Um, He scored a lot last. Can't be double digits yet, no. I don't think he is. I don't think he's double digits. He has um, seven. Like, that's a lot. He's their leading goal scorer. He's their leading goal scorer. He is West Ham's leading goal scorer. And I believe he's top 15. Top 10, top 15 scorers. Probably. They're all probably headers, though. Headers or tappings. Nah, he scored a couple nasty. He scored a nasty winner. It's David Moyes. Uh, not too long ago. Yo, he's number... He's tied 12th oh. with Rashford, Danny Ings, Callum Wilson, Ollie Watkins. Like, Tammy Abraham is behind him. Like, it's crazy. Neil yeah. Mope. Yokai Gundawan is tied with him. Like, he's right there. Mohamed Salah leads with 13, though. Yeah. <laughs> All right. All right, I think that wraps it up. All right. Yeah, Excellent.